<laughs> when you're out of food. I like that answer. Okay, so let, we'll go with the when you're out of food, okay? So at some point, you fill your fridge, your cabinets with fresh food. Uh, maybe you're good at planning meals. I'm not, you know, it's kind of like make pieces of what I have in there and then go get the rest. But usually when we go grocery shopping, and it's typically once a week, we go because there's nothing to eat. <laughs> uh, we probably could make ends meet and like have a little bit of rice and a little bit of green beans or something, but we want a meal. And so we go because there's nothing to eat. And so we're hungry for something more, right? And you know that that's how we should live our lives spiritually, constantly hungering for something more, constantly in pursuit of something more. Because with God, there's always more in store for you. We've never reached the epitome of everything you can have. There's always more that we can hunger after with the Lord. Amen? And so today, that's what we're talking about today. We're talking about growing up spiritually and how that can be done. I don't know about you, but I want to grow up spiritually more than I am this year than I've ever grown before. I want to be a spiritual giant. There's been times, and then this is kind of weird and funny, but there's been times when I've been in prayer where I felt, and I've heard it described one time after I felt this, I felt like myself blow up like a marshmallow man from Ghostbusters. Like, I felt like I was this huge giant. I could feel it. Like, I don't know if it's just my spirit man I could feel, but I could feel it happening as I was praying in the spirit and spending time with the Lord. Do you know that you're a spiritual giant? in the Lord and that you can even grow past the point that you're at and you can keep on growing until you're just towering over anything of this earth. There's no limit. As long as you continue to desire more, he will continue to fill you. Hallelujah. So a really big key to growing up spiritually is desire, is hunger for more of the Lord. Um, so we got a little brand new little newborn over here, Autumn, and um, probably in about a half an hour or so, she's going to be wanting more <laughs> nourishment for her body. And it's, it's put in natural man to desire more so that we will be nourished and grow up, right? God didn't create us as newborn babies to stay newborn babies forever. And when we receive Jesus Christ as our Lord and Savior, the Bible compares us to a newborn babe in Christ, right? So now you're brand new, but what are you going to need like a newborn baby to grow up in the Lord? You're going to need to desire the milk of the word. You're going to need to desire to be nourished. And I bet you, I'm almost positive that she doesn't just want to be fed more once a day. She wants to be fed like it feels like all the time, probably. No time for yourself. <laughs> Do you know that God is called the many-breasted one? Amber found out that in a weird way. <laughs> we were having a prayer meeting with my mom and myself and, and Amber, and she's like, I'm seeing something really weird, but I'm just going to say it. And I don't, I don't remember the full thing, but she said she, she saw something like God with a breast or something. What was it? A huge breast coming out of the sky. 
And she was like, why? And I don't want to say it. <laughs> and then my mom's like, well, God's the many-breasted one. And she goes, what? He's the one who gives us spiritual nourishment. He's the one we should be hungering and thirsting after. He's the one who helps us grow up. It's not by our own might or power that we can become a spiritual giant or that we can grow up in the Lord. It's by the power of his spirit, and it's by hungering and thirsting after God himself. Isn't that good? Thank you for the illustration. So growing up both naturally and spiritually, I'm not typically funny, but <laughs> growing up both naturally and spiritually is not an automatic. Can we agree on that? Something has to be done and there has to be a hunger that causes you to go after growth, to go after the nourishment that causes growth. And, and, and like Austin said, I believe God's drawing hungry hearts, and the Lord has shown me that he is drawing hungry hearts, those who are hungering for more. You, you feel like you've been at a, a standstill in your walk with the Lord, or, or you, you feel like there's, you have this searching in your heart, you don't know what it is, but you know that there must be more to this. And you're searching, and there's more, and there's always more. And God wants us to constantly be seeking after him and desiring more. In 1 Peter 2, 2, he says, As newborn babies desire the sincere milk of the word, so that you may grow thereby. So, in other words, if you're not desiring the milk of the word, which is an example of nourishment for our spiritual bodies, then what's going to happen? You're not going to grow thereby. You're going to stay a malnourished newborn baby. And that is pretty um, vulnerable to attacks of the enemy. That is pretty vulnerable to, you know, not have any means of, of, of protection and, and, and help and strength. But he gave us his word as the milk, as the nourishment, so that we would grow strong in the Lord and in his mighty power. So that we would know what to do, where to go, what not to do, what, you know. He gave us his word, and it's his nourishment for our bodies. So babies desire as a newborn baby. Interesting that he says it like that. Because as we know, newborn babies desire nourishment more than one time a day. They put a demand on the mother, and they want nourishment eight hours a day or more, even through the night. He wants us to desire not just his presence, but his word, his nourishment for our spiritual man as a newborn baby. I don't, we need to ask ourselves, Am I desiring his word like a newborn baby does? Milk? Because if I'm not, I'm not where God wants me to be. Doing a daily devotional is not desiring milk like a newborn baby. Reading even just a few scriptures a day, and we encourage you to start somewhere. But that's not desiring nourishment like a newborn baby. 
And he tells us, as newborn babies desire milk, desire the word that you may grow thereby. And I think he's saying here, like milk is to a baby, that the word is vital to us in order that we may grow thereby. If you don't get the nourishment, you're just not going to grow. And so many people, and I'm not, I'm not judging by this, but so many people displace themselves from church and from hearing the word ever since the attack of the enemy of COVID. That was to pull believers out of church and out of the word. And I pray that they're in the word, but there's something about being strengthened and coming together with the body of Christ and building each other up. And accountability. And being a worker for the Lord. That's why the enemy tries so hard. It's to steal the word. Why does he try so hard to steal the word or get you so busy that you feel like you don't have time to read the word? It's because he's stealing your nourishment so that you won't grow up so he can have his way with you. It kind of awakens us to see, like, I'm not doing myself any favors to be so busy with work that I don't wake up an extra hour a day. Or, or to be so busy that I'm not meditating on the word and I'm meditating on, you know, the cares of this life or whatever. No, we need to get things right. If we want to have a life that's blessed and we want to be strong in the Lord, we need to do it the way God says to do it. And today I feel is, is a great message to start off a new year, you know. In the beginning of the year, there's something about like a reset button, you know. It's like we get to start over. And God's kind of been doing that. He's been, like last week, he's been cleansing our hearts, purifying us, letting us get ready for a new year. Starting fresh with the Lord. Now that you're fresh and new, newborn baby, <laughs> it's time to grow up. It's time to make a decision this year. I'm not going to stay the same as I came. I'm not going to stay the same uh, maturity level in the Lord as I was last year. I'm not going to let, and, and not by just determination, but because God says it's by the word. I'm not going to stay immature in this way or that way or the things that bothered me. They're not going to bother me anymore because I'm going to grow up in the Lord and not let those things bother me. How's all that going to happen? It's going to happen according to the word by you getting in the word. Because by getting in the word, that's how you grow up spiritually. It is your spiritual nourishment. It's amazing how fast a baby develops. I mean, we always say, take advantage of it, really, you know, soak it in, whatever, because it goes by fast. I have 20, uh, almost 21-year-old, an 18-year-old, and an almost 10-year-old. It feels like yesterday they were newborn babies. It happens so fast. We must have fed them really good. <laughs> Those cabinets were constantly empty because <laughs> they're all boys. But we would just replenish them, and they kept growing. God wants us to keep growing. And there's always nutrition for us. But we have to go into the cabinet of the word and partake. It's there. It's free. Isn't that cool? Hallelujah. So ask yourself that question. Am I desiring the milk of the word like a baby desires its milk? 
sometimes believers hear the word on Sundays, maybe read a scripture or two in a devotional on Monday through Friday, and they think they're getting the right nutrition. Mm. Would you do that to yourself naturally? <laughs> Have a couple little nuts in the morning. <laughs> Go the rest of the day. <laughs> maybe skip on accident because you're too busy on Tuesday, Wednesday, and Thursday. We never do that to ourselves. It's torture. Fasting is torture. I'm sure some of you are on fast right now. The Lord's dealing with me about what he wants me to do. Because usually in the beginning of the year, I declare a fast for the church. But I haven't gotten anything in my spirit. I'm not going to make you do something that God doesn't give me. But uh, it is torture. It is putting your flesh down when you pass up food. Like you pass up those donuts in the back. Sorry for those of you fasting and you're doing fruits and vegetables. Sorry. But... It's, it's, it's an opportunity for you to put your flesh down. <laughs> Hallelujah. We have an opportunity this year to grow and to mature like we've never grown or matured before. And guess what? The ball's in your court. It's totally your decision. It's up to you. How much are you going to go after God's word? How much are you going to nourish your spiritual man? Hallelujah. Isn't that good? So in this passage, Peter's writing to um, born-again Christians. They've become born-again Christians, and they're new men in Christ. But he's telling them, just like a baby desires milk, I want you and you need to desire the word, which is the nourishment to your spiritual growth. We know nobody was born, and this would really hurt, but nobody was born a full-grown adult. Nobody. And nobody is born into Christianity a full-grown, mature, spiritual adult. We're all born as babies, and we all need the same nourishment to grow up. We might look at, and, and, and we might... Um, admire different believers who are grown up in the Lord and operating in the gifts of the Spirit and, and this thing and that thing. And really, you can, the Bible says that we can earnestly desire or kind of be jealous of in a positive way of that because it's, it's stirring a hunger in you. You know, it, that's a positive thing. But don't be jealous in the fact that, like, you think God's playing favorites because he's not because the same nourishment is available to you. He says he's no respecter of persons. You can grow up just as strong and even stronger if you make a decision, not by your own works, but by just simply doing what God says to do. Faith will grow and spiritual growth will happen automatically just because you're doing his word. Because he says he watches over his word and performs it. And he said, if you desire the word, you will grow thereby. Amen. Isn't that good? Proverbs 4, 20 through 22, he tells us, My son, pay attention to what I say. What is that? It's his word. Turn your ear to my words. Don't let them depart out of your sight. Keep them within your heart. For they are life to those that find them and health to one's whole body. The word of God is life and nourishment to our body. And it's not just talking about our natural body. He's talking about our spirit man. The word of God is life and nourishment 
to your spirit man. So take my words. Hide it in your heart. Don't let them go out of your sight like a baby doesn't want his mother out of its sight. Don't let the word out of your sight. In fact, meditate on it day and night, Psalms 1 says. And you'll be like a tree planted by streams of living water. Your leaf will not wither and whatever you do will prosper. Why is that? Why is some more prosperous than the others? I would say is that they're they're allowing the word of God to, to develop in them. They're meditating on the word and they're letting it make them prosperous. The word of God says it's the way to be prosperous is by paying attention, listening, and meditating upon the word of God. It's just, it's nourishment. It doesn't make sense naturally. But he compares it to the milk for a baby. He compares the word as nourishment to us. Do you ever wonder why you feel good? It's it's not just the spirit. We love the spirit, but he confirms the word. Do you ever wonder why you leave a church service feeling pumped up and, 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 and inspired by the word of God, it's because you were just nourished. It's because you were just nourished. You were hungry, you were thirsty, and God gave you something to drink by the spirit. And he gave you something to eat by the word. But this is just a launching point to what you should be doing on a day-to-day basis hungering and thirsting and and drinking in of the presence and the spirit of the Lord and and eating of the nourishment of his word. If we want to grow up spiritually this year like never before, we're going to have to get more nutrition. And I'm not talking about church hopping and bouncing from this service to that service. What I'm talking about is opening your Bible, opening your Bible app or whatever it is that you use now and getting in the word and hearing what God is saying to the church. David prayed, Lord, I, um, and he said, I hide your words in my heart so that I might not sin against you. What are you doing? You're finding out who God is, what he likes, what he doesn't like, so that you don't get off track, so that you stay on the right track and you grow up spiritually and nothing detours you. When your faith grows, you grow. And we know how our faith grows, right? Romans 10, 17 says, so faith comes by hearing and hearing what? The word of God. So when we hear the word of God or when we read the word of God, it's like a baby going to its mother or a son or child of God going to the many-breasted one, (laughs) the one who can nourish us, the one who has the supply to help us grow up spiritually strong. We read the word. We meditate on the word. We speak the word. We don't let it depart from our eyes so that we can grow up. If your faith is not growing, it means your knowledge of God's word isn't growing. It means you're not hearing the word or reading the word enough. If your faith is not growing, Your knowledge, it means your knowledge of God's word isn't growing and you're not developing spiritually. As you grow up spiritually, your faith should be getting bigger. 
He gave to every man the same measure of faith. To start off with, we were all born with the same stuff as children, as, adult, as, as um, spiritual children. We all have what it takes to grow up. But all of us have choices to make if we're going to grow up. In John 6, 63, the spirit alone gives eternal life. And human effort accomplishes nothing. The very words I give you, the words I have spoken to you, are spirit and they are life. Mind you, that's why he's talking about the word is nourishment, it's life to your spiritual man. Guess what? That's the most important man you are. I'm a spirit that has a soul that lives in this house, this body. This body is decaying, but the new man, the man on the inside is renewed day by day. We grow maybe older and wiser in the Lord, but we're not decaying in the spirit. How You say you, you desire to be used by God, and, and, but the thing is, is I wouldn't ask my 10-year-old son to do the same thing I asked my 21-year-old son to do. Because one has more wisdom, one has more experience, one has more nourishment in his mental you know, ca capacities. So you're hungering and thirsting after God, but maybe you've been a Christian 30 years, but you barely crack open the Bible that nourishes you. So you might actually be younger in the Lord than somebody who just received Jesus five years ago. Well, there's something to help you know, with that is... Make a decision that this year I'm going to grow. It's not a competition. God's not comparing us, thank God. <laughs> but it's a decision that I'm going to be the best me I can be. And I want to be used for his glory to the to, to capacity that he wants for me. And it's going to take me becoming a mature child of God. And the only way that's going to happen is if I put weight on the word and, and I realize that this is actually nourishment to my body, spiritual body. He put his word above his name. Some of us are good at using his name. Some of us are good at soaking in his presence, and I love all that. But his word should be first place. He is the word. He is the word. The word became flesh and dwelt among us. When you feast upon the word, you're feasting upon him and you're allowing him to come and strengthen you. God wants to strengthen us. The best resolution that we could make for this year is that we're going to grow spiritually. And the way we're going to grow spiritually is by getting nourished from the word of God. Give yourself to the study of the word. It will automatic, automatically follow, just like a baby, as it's nourished by the milk of its mother. You will automatically grow. And it just happens. He will make sure that you grow in the right ways, at the right time, at the right rate, 
You don't have to worry about the how, when, where, you know, all that. Your job is just hunger after the Lord and get nourished by his word. Isn't that good? There's a confession from a daily devotional um, from Kenneth Hagin that I do. I did, I've done it years and years. I probably could recite a good portion of them. But this, I felt like this really applied, and, and this was his confession in one of his devotionals, that in this coming year, my faith, why don't you say this with me? Say, in this coming year, my faith will grow. I am determined that my knowledge of God's word will grow. My understanding of God's word will grow. Therefore, faith will come. My faith will grow. I will grow and develop spiritually mature this year. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Well, I heard it. God heard it. Now you got to do it. <laughs> You know, there's New Year's resolutions of people who, and, and I'm, I'm one of them, I'm planning on, you know, doing some things, making some adjustments, this and that, for physical, uh, natural life, right? But when we make a decision, let's not um, go off track just one month in. <laughs> some people, you talk to a gym person, um, you know, they have a huge flood of people come in in January. And then probably by the end of January and even after the like first two weeks, there's a huge fall off. And people will continue to pay their gym membership for the whole year and go in, you know, once or twice. Let that not be us with the word. Let's make a resolution. Let's make a, a, a decision and, and this confession, one that we're going to keep. We gave you guys calendars and maybe it was for a reason. <laughs> Because the Bible says, write the vision and make it plain so that all who read it may run with it. Like that, when you look at that calendar, and, and we ordered some more because I know some of you weren't here and we ran out of calendars. But um, it's pictures of our church and it's scriptures for each month and, and things like that. But um, maybe for some of us who are visual, need to cross off the day that we read the word, that we got into God's presence that we, we hungered and we went ahead and got nourished. For some of us, I'm a list maker. I don't know what type that is, A, I don't know. But I'm a list maker and I like to check it off to see that I did something. And we're not doing it for, uh, to check off the box, but it's for knowing and, 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 and a visual that we're doing the word, that we're doing what God said and that we're nourishing ourselves because sometimes we do need a reminder Sometimes life does get busy, and seeing that calendar might be a reminder that I didn't X that off today. I better get nourished. I better feed my spirit man. Amen? We're seeing here that it's so important. It's vital if we're going to grow spiritually. And I don't think one of you in here isn't hungry for the Lord or you wouldn't be in this church. You're not just trying to check off a box like I'm talking about. <laughs> you're not just trying to do that, but you're actually hungering after the Lord, searching with your whole heart. Hallelujah. In Psalms 119, 130, it says, the entrance of thy words giveth light and giveth understanding to the simple. As you grow and mature through the word, you gain understanding and wisdom concerning God. You grow older and mature in your knowledge of him. 
And I know I'm always talking about my kids, but it is what it is. So <laughs> um, my youngest son, Jude, he has this new thing. He's a talker. Um, and um, I don't know, in the last, like, two weeks, every time I pick him up from school, he says to me, what's the news? And I was like, this is a new thing. So I'm like, what are you, what are you talking about? Like, like, like what, what happened today? Like, do you, what do you mean? Like, you want to know my day? Like, what I did, like, hour by hour? And he's like, yeah, just tell me what happened. And I went and I said, well, well, um, dad worked at a different location today at work. And um, he did this and that. And he's like, well, that's news, you know. And I was like, all right, well, let's keep going. And then I would tell him something else. And he's like, that's good, that's good. Like, like he's getting fed. <laughs> he's like, keep it coming, keep it coming. And I was like, what's up with this? I said, why have you been doing this? I said this this week. I was like, why have you been doing this? What is this new thing you're doing? And he said, I just want to grow in my, I mean, he said this word, I want to grow in wisdom. And I want to learn more stuff. That sounded more like a child. I want to learn more stuff. You know, we should never stop wanting to grow in wisdom and learn more stuff. I love when God tells me a scripture that I've heard for, I remember he gave me the biggest encounter of my life was when he told me to read Jeremiah 29, 11 through 14. I was like, well, Lord, I know that. For I know the plans I have for you, declares the Lord. You know, I know that. And he's like, read it. Okay, okay. So I read it, and, and from the word, he spoke directly to my heart, something I had never seen, never had received from this, this passage, and it was actual direction for the next coming years of my life. And um, his word is alive, and, and it, it speaks new things to us. Even if you've read it 10 times, let it speak to you, because it's him, and he has a way of speaking to us that's going to inspire us and lead us along the right path, maybe for the coming year or maybe for the coming many years. Don't neglect to read the word because it's the nutrition and life to your spiritual man, your body, the real you. And if you want to grow in the Lord and mature in the Lord, you're going to desire after the milk of the word. And as you develop and grow, there's some passages that talk about, oh, they weren't mature enough, so I could only give them the milk. They couldn't have a steak. They couldn't have the meat. I feel like we, I have levels. I, I preach what God tells me to preach on Sunday mornings, and then I take it a little deeper on Wednesday nights, and then even a little deeper on Thursday when we have glory culture. Because it's a matter of what level of hunger are you at? What level of maturity are you at? Are you going to be able to digest what I'm feeding? The entrance of his word brings life, wisdom, understanding, which ends up and resulting in growth. I want to grow, not naturally. I want to grow, Lord. <laughs> I want to grow spiritually. I think you understand. So last week, this, this last week, about a week or so ago, I had this really adventurous, fun dream. And in this dream, the whole dream, I was searching for golden coins. I was searching the side, you know how you have money drop in the side of your car, like the seat. 
I'm searching in there. I'm searching in couch cushions. I find them on the streets, and, and I'm just collecting golden coins. And, and it's like I knew, and I was, I was with some other people, that we were both on the quest to find these golden coins, and we were going to share what we found. And then I woke up. I was like, wow, what a fun dream, Lord. What does it mean? And, and, and I just knew, I knew on the inside that it was a word of the Lord, and he was talking to me. And as I did some searches on finding coins <laughs> and, and what this really meant, Lord, what does this mean? I found scripture. In Proverbs 2, 1 through 9, my child, he's asking us, will you search for wisdom? Will you treasure my wisdom? Then and only then will you acquire it. And if you accept my advice and hide it within you, will you succeed? Train your heart to listen when I speak. What is that? It's his word. Open your spirit wide to expand your discernment or increase your wisdom to get to know stuff. <laughs> then pass it along to your sons and daughters. Yes, cry out for comprehension and intercede for insight. When you read the word, have you ever read something that you don't quite understand? So then cry out for the wisdom and the understanding for it. Be on a quest to know stuff from the Lord. If you keep seeking it like a man would seek for silver, mine was gold. Searching for in hidden places for cherished treasure, then you will discover the fear of the Lord and you will find true knowledge of God. Wisdom is a gift from a generous God and every word he speaks is full of revelation and becomes a fountain of understanding within you. For the Lord has hidden storehouses of wisdom made accessible to his godly ones. He becomes your personal bodyguard as you follow his ways, protecting you, guarding you as you choose what is right. Then you will discover all that is just and proper and fair, everything that's his heart's delight, right? And you will be empowered to make right decisions as you walk into your destiny. Or you could say as you grow and mature, in your wisdom and knowledge of the Lord. How's that going to happen? The Lord was speaking to me. Search my word. Search for wisdom like it's a treasure. Did you ever have the word of God speak to you like it hits you, like it's alive? It's alive. But, but when it, all of a sudden like an epiphany happens, like revelation happens, that's what he's saying. Search until you receive that revelation that daily manna, that daily bread for today because it's nourishment to your spiritual man. Daily bread, get it? Daily nourishment for what? Your spiritual man so that you can grow, so that you can mature, and so that you can just get to know stuff about the Lord. I, I don't care what age you are desire the word so that you can grow. You could pass up your parents, by the way, if you go after God, if you read the word. You could develop and mature, and God could use you mightily, even as a young person. You see it all through the word. 
I don't know about you, but this year, I don't want to stay the same. I don't want to stay at the same level of maturity. I want to grow and go with God. I want to grow in wisdom and knowledge and my understanding. I want to grow in my faith. And all that is going to happen by hearing and reading and meditating on the word because it's nourishment and life to our bodies. It's not automatic, though. We must decide, I'm going to set my hand to something. I'm going to do something about this. If you've been feeling kind of blah in your walk with the Lord, maybe it's because you're kind of malnourished. If you're not hearing what the Spirit is saying to the church, it's because you're not listening to his word by reading his word. It is his word. And if you read it, you're hearing him. And as you read it, you start to know what he talks about, start to know what he feels about. So I want to challenge you this year. Grow up. <laughs> Grow up. Grow spiritually strong in the Lord. And it's an exciting path because as you grow in the Lord, gifts develop. Increase in spiritual hearing, increase in spiritual sight. There's an increase and an impartation that happens as we read the word. Don't stay a baby. You know, there's some 10, 30, and 50-year-old spiritual babies walking around. It's a matter of reading the word, getting in the word, and acting upon it. Doing something about it. By the way, when you read the word and it's something that you're not doing, you're supposed to start doing it. <laughs> because it's there to correct, instruct us in righteousness, in what God is, is, is wanting us to do and live like. Maybe that's why some of us don't want to read it. But it adjusts us so that we can be used to glorify the Lord. In Ephesians 4, 11 through 16, it says, So, so Christ gave himself, or gave apostles, prophets, evangelists, pastors, and teachers to equip his people for the works of service so that the body of Christ may be built up until we all reach a unity in faith and in the knowledge of the Son of God and become mature, attaining the whole measure of the fullness of Christ. I don't think we've reached that. The fullness of who Christ was walking this earth, we can grow to that measure. He says it right here. Then you will be no longer infants, tossed back and forth by waves, blown here and there by every wind of teaching. You're going to recognize when it's God and when it's not if you've been in the word yourself. We are in the last days, and he said, watch out. Because there's ministers out there, people that the enemy, maybe they're deceived themselves, maybe they love the Lord, but they're deceived themselves, and, and they're saying things that are leading people just off a little bit to where, if you're off a little bit, you go totally the wrong direction. So grow up in the Lord by becoming mature and reading the words so you can recognize when something's God and when something's not. Then you will no longer be infants tossed back and forth by the waves that are blown <laughs> instead of speaking the truth in love we will grow and become in every respect 
He'll prune us. He'll make us. He'll form us. He'll help us in all respects. We'll become the mature body of him who is the head that is Christ. From him, the whole body, joined and held together by every supporting ligament, grows and builds itself up in love as each part does its work. Once again, we were never meant to stay spiritual infants. We were meant to develop and mature and grow. Do you want to be used by God? Do you want to grow up in... He had a plan for us when he formed us in our mother's womb. And his vision for you was a mature adult in the Lord used by him mightily. His thoughts for you were not for you to be born and then stay um, always needing someone else to do for you. You should grow in your faith. Not that you don't ever need agreement or encouragement, but you should grow and be able to stand firm and not be blown about by every temptation or wind of doctrine that comes by. Grow in the Lord. And then another, obviously, Jude 1.20 says, um, and it's the word, so if you would read the word, you would know this. Another way to grow in faith is build yourself up on your most holy faith, praying in the Holy Spirit. Each part does a work of, of helping us. You know, in, in times that we, we, we pray in the Spirit, he's covering all the ground that we forgot to cover. He's praying perfect prayers, helping you be formed into that perfect, mature person, a vessel fit for the master's use, leading you and guiding you along right paths, growing up in faith, praying in the Holy Spirit, and studying his word this year should be your resolutions before anything else natural. This is what God's doing. We talked about chambers of the heart last week. God is wanting to come into every chamber. And he's wanting to fill you, and he's wanting to develop you, and he's wanting to to use you for his glory. And that's only going to increase as you allow him into every part. And that's only going to increase as you uh, yield yourself and get nourished by the word and the spirit. Praying in the spirit. Getting into his presence in a corporate you know, way and in, in, in a way where it's just you and him in a secret place. Meditating and, and reading and hearing the word of God. Look at it as nourishment rather than a to-do list or an assignment like you would for school because nobody likes an assignment. I don't know. You're weird if you did. (laughs) You're relieved when that assignment's done, so don't look at it that way. Look at it as food because we all like that, right? If you don't, you're weird. (laughs) When you wake up in the morning, say I am hungry and become nourished by reading and meditating on the word. I don't know about you, but I'm getting fed this morning. 
I'm getting hungry for the Lord and hungry for his word. I want to grow up in the Lord and be used by him for his glory more than I've ever, and this is what he wants to do, more than you ever could have hoped or imagined. His ways are high above your ways. His thoughts for you are way bigger than you could have ever imagined on your own. So get in his word. Grow up so that you're ready, so that you're fit, nourished as a vessel for him to use. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. We should delight in the Lord in Psalms 1, 2, and 3. Those who delight in the law of the Lord, those who meditate on it day and night, that person will be like a tree planted by streams of living water, which yields fruit in its season, and, this, and, and whose leaf doesn't wither, and whatever they do, prosper. You want to be prosperous this year? You want to grow in the Lord this year? then the word of God is needed. Sundays, I feel, is one of the most important meals of the week. And it's so sad when people make a decision to neglect their nourishment. Because it's a launching point, it ignites a fire like we were talking about this morning to burn the rest of the week, to keep going, keep moving the rest of the week. I want to encourage you, make a decision to, to give God's word priority and, and not neglect your nourishment, not out of habit, not out of religious duty, but because your spirit man needs to be nourished and because you want to grow in the Lord. Amen. Let's pray. Heavenly Father, we just thank you, Lord. We thank you for your word. It's a lamp unto our feet. It's a light unto our path. Lord, nourish us. We thank you for nourishing us this morning, feeding us this morning your word. Lord, I pray that not one of us would grow spiritually stagnant in our walks with you. Lord, but I pray, Lord, that you would stir in us, young and old, stir in us a hunger like a newborn baby, a hunger for your presence and a hunger for your word so that we can grow thereby. Let us not be able to go one day without spiritual nourishment to our bodies. Holy Spirit, get on our case. We give you permission. Speak to us, encourage us, teach us, and help us. We give you permission, and we ask you, help us as our helper to grow spiritually this year like never before. In Jesus' name, everybody said, everybody shouted, amen. amen. <laughs>